Hey everybody, hello and welcome to another episode of the Night Shift Bands Review. She hope we're talking about episode 728. Um, but before we go ahead and talk about that, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. It's me, your boy Zach. Hey, uh, I'm Thomas, Master Honored here. I guess I'm my professor, professor Zach now. Mm. I, I guess. You, did, you, you, you taught us some things in a separate thing. Go check yeah, it out. Yeah, check out the uh, Night School Resident Evil podcast. It's yeah. out now. Check it out. But before all of that, hit us up. Check us out at the Night Shift Lands on all social media platforms. Definitely hit us Definitely hit us up via Patreon and GoFundMe if you wish to donate. And of course, hit up Perspectives Discussions where we talk love, life, and relationships. But for right now, we're talking She-Hulk. So, overall impressions of what well, did you want to start with ep- episode one then go into eight or episode seven i mean then go into eight yeah because honestly episode seven was so much better than six to me it it was just a much better episode even though still more of a slice of life episode and then yeah that, that that's what that's my overall thing for it it was a good episode it wasn't the best episodes but it was definitely better than six yeah i agree um it still was the episode that was lacking to me with the I only that. yeah with me only really liking one thing but it was better than the previous episode okay better. um and yes i mean like I said, since, since we're on it let's just talk about it um yeah it was it, I, I didn't really care for them bringing Barsky back and us spending a day like on his little resort thing mm-hmm. place um it was funny that like he did have like a bunch of like no name villains just in a support group yeah which included like <clears throat> man the, yeah well I was gonna say somebody from the wrecking crew oh yeah that too but shout out to Nathan Herg he's a comedian that I found on uh YouTube actually like Mm-hmm. four or five months ago and now he's blowing up pretty hard so this is I think the third thing that I've seen him in so far yeah and yeah. he was great as Manbull yeah yeah Manbull's pretty cool like I, I will say that like Manbull did stick out to me as like one of the best the better of those characters yeah well Porcupine honestly for me yeah it's Porcupine was he was okay to me um, but I really liked Manbull. Yeah, but that's later on in the episode too. Yeah, yeah. So, but, so for for this one, what what didn't you? Well, what was the scene that you actually? Should we just? Mm, it, it's it's a lot of different things that happened in here that it was like a lot of this didn't happen. You know, like her going up there to see Blunt. Uh, it. it didn't need to have her car get destroyed. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's not even that. It's just how good it is. Because again, like, a lot of the stuff, and I think I said this before, a lot of the stuff that happens in the She-Hulk show mm. is cool. It's just not written well for me. Yeah. Like, I'm for, seeing that more and more. Yeah, like, it's just, a lot of stuff could be funny, but it's not. Like, Do you it's think it's because it's not written for... Uh, most people. It, it seems like it's written to just try to be a 
lawyer sitcom. I mean, but that's the thing. It's not because I you can watch a show that's not really written for you mm-hmm. and still like have fun with it. Like, because I have no issues watching something like um watching something that's like let's see what's the show that really like hell like I'm not gonna I, I don't like my, my Little Pony but like something like My Little Pony right mm-hmm. really, that show is great and it's loved by a lot of people hell some cartoons are like that some movies are like that Toy Story isn't really yeah. written for me but it's a great movie you know no I get that but what I, what I mean written for you I mean you can actually relate to it on some level I don't I don't really see any level that I can relate to She-Hulk as a character yeah, but I mean that's because she's not really written all that well, like literally. Yeah, like, okay, yeah. so if you were to ch- go for a one-for-one show that mainly stars like women and and like business and whatnot, let's talk about mm-hmm. Insecure. Insecure, okay. I can relate to Issa's character because I myself have been like that awkward person. Maybe not on the side of a woman, because they have different experience being awkward, but I can relate to like, yeah, I had similar moments to that. And then the writing right. in that show is funny and good too. So even though that you can make the argument that show's not written for me, I I still enjoy it. Okay, I get that. So would you say that the writing in this show is more of a they they're not even really trying, they're just pumping something out? I wouldn't even say that. I think they are trying. They just don't get how to write this show. Because this doesn't scream, okay, we're just pumping this out just to do something, you know? Maybe that's what it is. But mm-hmm. I, I, I like it seems like they, the writers just don't get the show that they're trying to write. And they don't get humor. Because again, like the humor in this is just not funny at all. Like it's just, I'm still. A lot of it is just not funny. Yeah. I, I actually haven't watched too many sitcoms that mm-hmm. I didn't laugh at at all. Uh, yeah. I think Two Broke Girls was one of the sitcoms that I watched where I was like halfway funny, but mm-hmm. the parts of it that aren't funny, I just can't sit down and watch to get to the funny. This is more like a job. Yeah, to watch it. it's it feels like a job to watch it because yeah, it's it's so much that you're being put through and it's like a lot of this didn't need to happen even in the context of this world like there was no reason for her to be stuck there there was no reason for her car to get short there was no reason for her to even be there yeah and all everything could have been taken care of with a phone call I, I do understand. I do understand the uh, the caseworkers uh, not wanting to get killed by abomination, but yeah, this dude is reformed and has shown no signs of actually trying to go back to that old way of living. Yeah, like I, I think there was Charlie like little hints that he could go back, but it's also like I doubt he would. Yeah. Because it seems like you guys. Because it seems like they're just bent on him just being, just like this new reformed guy. Hopefully, <laughs> it's a lie. I'm hoping, but I don't know. That seemed to be like this new status quo. It's the like villains. 
what I'm hoping for with him is that they are going to, well, like when they do the Thunderbolts, they'll get him for it instead of having Red Hulk. Mm-hmm. And with him on the team, he wants to do good. And now that he can actually use his powers to do more good, yeah, I feel like he's going to be this type of character, but also the strength of Abomination. So it's going to be like, oh, someone's going to attack him and he's just going to say, hey, now that didn't come from a place of uh, love and trust. That came from a place of anger. We should talk about yeah. this and going from there. I, I feel yeah. like that's what his character would be like if they were going to go back to Abomination. Yeah, and like I can see that because they don't really have like a heavy hitting character on that roster of the Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. So I, I could see them doing that. Yeah, so I, you, you may be right about that one. Um, but but yeah, I mean that's just my my complaint for like the, at least the last three episodes because mm-hmm. um, they all that I guess that really just showed like how weak the writing really is once you get past like the courtroom and some of the there's some good stuff in here but a lot of it's just not written well to me um, a, a lot of it isn't because this whole I, we're talking about it so i'm just having the episode on in the background that's but fine. yeah uh the the time that jen spent like just looking around for service she was already told there is no service up here yeah why would she still be looking around for it? And do people still do that thing where they try to raise their phone up just to get service? I thought we... Uh, yeah, I thought it was I, a well-known I, fact that that's a myth. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But, you know, I guess some people still believe it. I'm like, I even haven't though, even seen that. In, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I was going to say I haven't seen it in probably a decade, though. Like, no one has done that from people who were extremely uh elder to younger generation like no one has done that in over a decade yeah because I'm, I'm like she did that and i'm just saying i'm like i haven't seen that in any media or anyone do that in a while maybe it has been a decade i just never really thought about it because i remember when that first came out and people were saying like yeah that, does, that doesn't matter mm-hmm. we just have no signal you just have no signal in that area yeah that that's so, what I always thought it was, and then I was proven right. So cool. Yeah. So but, it's, yeah. Yeah. The 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 part of this episode that I really did like though was when they were all sitting in a circle and just discussing everything, and then Jen gets brought in, and then they start talking about her dating life and how she should leave this dude. Who, from the last episode, I was like, yeah, I don't trust him. Anymore. Yeah, like, and, and see, I called it. I, I definitely called it. He wait, was wait, wait. the one. Shh, shh, we're not up there yet. Oh, I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's yeah, I know. It's a, I know. Yeah. I'm joking around, but uh, I don't care. Yeah, I, I, I'll do what I want. Whatever. <laughs> so what I want. <laughs> yeah, we we were both right in that whole fact that dude was a complete douchebag, and probably trying to just get at her. So, yeah, hooray, we figured it out. Yeah. But in this one, she confronts the guy who, uh, well, one of the guys who, quote unquote, jumped her with Asgardian uh, worked. And it, it seems like he's definitely trying to be reformed. And they go through and get her to talk about some stuff that she has unresolved, such as the whole date with Douchebag McGee. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, they they actually 
I think they kind of bond a little bit. Uh, the there, everyone who's there with Jin. Yeah, I, I will say that that's that's the scene I like is like the support circle. Yeah. Um, because it does like help her flesh out her frustrations, and that's character development, right? Exactly. Um, she's been holding on to like a lot of pain and hurt, and like pretty much being a superhero like in like what the first couple of months i want to say yeah of being a superhero and I, trying to... I wouldn't say the first couple of months because i don't know we don't know how long bruce had her in mexico or wherever they were i think it was mexico but i think it was, like, I thought that was like a week or something it might have been like a week but i don't know if it was a week or a month right but the point is like the first like her first foray like she just got her powers right so mm-hmm. she's she's trying to balance she chose to like balance out her career with her you know her being a hero at least yeah. even though the hero part she was a bit resistant but still she was literally trying to balance that out and then you got this i'm talking about your celebrity too so we're balancing that out right now and then mm-hmm. You have the, the intelligentsia who's plotting your downfall. Not to so, mention her job as a lawyer. Right, exactly. And and so, then her personal life as well. And then the things that happen in her personal life where she can't just be Jin. She has to go to She-Hulk when she just wants to be Jin. Yeah, so, and then on top of that, you have to be trying to find somebody who accepts you for both and not just one or the other. Mm-hmm. And then now we have to find the guys who are legit. Which, you know, that's foreshadow for later. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, that, that scene was pretty cool. I, I, I did like that because it did, like, help to develop her character. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, that's all I really have to say about that episode. Like, I, outside of, I know the biggest thing about it was the fact that, like, yeah, Douchebag McGee was a douchebag, a secret douchebag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, he he does nerd. I I do have to say also that there was a vampire in this circle who looks like it's in the daytime, and you know he's not combusting. So there's that. There is that. I, I don't like, I don't know what that means, but there's that. I just immediately thought Blade. I thought he was going to be Blade too, and then I was like, Nah, Blade doesn't dress like that. Oh no, I didn't think he was going to be Blade. I thought. Blade, as in, oh, vampires. Is oh, Blade was gonna, Blade. like, pop up. No, not even pop up, just Blades in the universe. Oh, yeah. That's it. We have, now we have proof of vampires. I'm pretty sure this is our first vampire we've seen in the MCU. Uh, yeah, and I forgot his name, but he got the same name as another character mm-hmm. who's not a vampire, and you're like, alright, so wait, which which guy is that? I can't remember what the name is, though. It's like Sarlacc or something like that. But yeah, oh, I could. <laughs> something I don't remember what his name is, but uh, yeah, that that does mean Blade, which means they're hinting that hey, Blade is gonna be popping up at some point because now we have vampires in here. Not it's anytime, times, not anytime soon though, because that movie's been halted. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I forgot it, about that. It, it literally halted production yesterday, or at least we were told that yesterday, because Mahershala Ali yeah. is frustrated with the whole process. Oh, so, great! Yeah, he's frustrated. It's in the news, guys. Check it out. But yeah, he's frustrated yeah. with the with everything right now. 
And yeah, yeah that movie's halted production. Okay. Well then. <laughs> uh they did this with uh with uh Wanda uh yeah, with Wanda with by saying that hey, there's witches and everything even though she had already been in the MCU and mm-hmm. then hey, Scarlet Witch is here. So <laughs> it, it would seem like they were trying to say, hey, Blade's on his way, because look, there's a vampire. Uh, but, you know, this was also done and finished. They were just waiting to put it out. Um, so not correlating anything, but mm-hmm. yeah, the thing that happened. That, that's all I can really say. It's a thing that happened. Yeah, it is. It's literally a thing that happened. But. Yeah. Alright, so next episode, because the, the rest of this episode was just I got some of my feelings out. Yeah. We're here for you, girl. And and that's it. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and Porcupine needs to get his suit. He does, which he did in the postcard in like the uh in one of the panels. In the yeah. panels. So exactly. He's on that. Good job, Porcupine. Good job, Porcupine. So next episode? <laughs> yeah, so next episode. episode yeah, so I'm not gonna lie, this is a way better episode, and not because, you know, you know who shows up. Oh yeah. Because this was actually like written like a, a good episode. Yes. This, and I'm, this one was a good episode. Yeah, so it is like, okay, this is yeah. I don't know who came in. I don't know if they just woke up, but yeah, this episode is just night and day from the last episode. Um, we do get like a badass courtroom scene. Fuck it, I'll just come out and say it because it's spoilers all around, right? Oh, yeah. We do get a badass courtroom scene because what, what was Lawyers. his name? Um, what, was, it, what was the hero's name? It, it's some dude I don't like a lot. Some frog, frog man or something. Yeah, Pat- Patillo. That's what his name was, Patillo. Oh, I was looking for a superhero name, but that works too. Oh, you're talking about uh, the guard frog. I mean, leapfrog. The, yeah. the thing that a lot of people need in their daily lives as 20-year-olds. Indeed, indeed, leapfrog. So, <laughs> with, when he came out, that was just the funniest thing to me when I saw it. Because these two dudes are just like, yeah, so we're just going to take this stuff and just, you know banter while they're stealing as thieves do yeah then i see this blur just kind of rush past and i'm like oh daredevil is showing up early no it was frog oh mm-hmm. yeah daredevil's in, in this episode too guys yeah daredevil's in this episode <laughs> but i i say his introduction was pretty badass because yeah him defending because okay what was cool about this episode was that I liked how her opposition in the mm-hmm. courtroom was the uh, was the Taylor. Yes, and like that little back and forth banter of like, yeah, I am so sorry I have to do this, but you know, Lee Frog like, hired me to sue you. <laughs> and he's like, exactly. I am going to ruin your dress. And she's like, What? No, okay, now we're okay. into it. I honestly had a love hate relationship with that part, and it's mm-hmm. because yes. You absolutely do have that right to go ahead and be upset that her job is making her do this. But she was also coming there to be like, hey, I don't want to do this. I don't want to lose you like as someone personal to me because you're amazing. And 
I just want to, you know, get this whole thing over with so we can go back to being customer and client or yeah, client and uh crap, what is that word? Right, I can't Taylor. remember. Yeah, client and Taylor, sorry. Yeah. So they could go back to doing that and then that would have been it. But he's so petty as to think that she did this maliciously. Yeah. And that's yeah. the part that I hate about it. I think it's funny because, yes, this would happen 100%. But yeah. the fact that he's just like, I don't care that this is your job. You went against me. Even though hey. she went there and said, hey, I don't want to go against you. You could either sign this thing that says we're still good and I and we're doing this professionally and not personally. Mm-hmm. And he refused to do both. I mean, to be fair, for one, this is a conflict of interest, so I highly doubt this will happen in real life. Uh, absolutely. Um, for two, like, that is like having your friend sue you. Like, if I came up to you and was like, yeah, I'm going to sue you, or at least I'm going to represent the guy who's suing you in court, like, emotions will get riled up. So I yeah. get how they feel, because it's like, okay, an immovable object like get hit by an unstoppable force. It's like I, 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 it's like I have to do my job, and I wouldn't expect you to take this laying down, right? right? So I kind of get the frustrations and like that scene because to me it made sense. I was like, yeah, I mean it may have irked you, which I get. I get it. I definitely get it because he was being a little bit dramatic, but still a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Only a little bit. <laughs> okay, but. Well, the and like I said, from like my point of view, she's literally just doing her job, and she came over yeah. there to tell you personally, "Hey, I don't want to do this. I tried to get out of it, and I can't get out of doing this." Yeah. And then he was still like, "Uh, no." But I again, I'm like, I, I can't expect him to like not have negative emotions in that because I'm like, we're homies. No. I'm making your dress right now. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I agree with that. Like, you can't yeah. say that he's not going to have negative emotions because, yeah. yeah, someone who's paying you for a suit is like, hey, I'm going to be suing you, but I still want that. Mid, yes. Mid-creating, like mid-creation. Like, literally. she could literally see the dress right there. Yeah. And, nope, he, he just, I, it, it just irritated me because he knows she's a lawyer and she has to take jobs like this. That's all I'm saying. It logically, it doesn't make sense for him to be upset. But right. emotionally, yes, I understand it. Yeah, like it's just definitely just. Ugh. But yeah, that's pretty much how it starts. And then yeah, he's represented by his other client, Matt Murdock. Yep. Who, who we had a teaser for, and I believe that was episode six, right? Oh, or was that episode five? I want to say five because it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while since they teased that that helmet. Which you know, congrats on them and his first pairs in the suit using mm-hmm. the very first dud ever suit, the yellow and red one. Yeah. So that so that was very cool. That they I, did I, that. I I have always hated that suit. Mm-hmm. But hey, it's comic book accurate. I can't be mad. Yeah, like it's, it's kind of book accurate. Like it's, I I mean like I prefer like 
that's his first suit, like the all black suit in the Netflix show. But because I'm not a big fan of like the yellow and red one either. But I mean, it's nice to look at. It's nice to see. Yeah, just just so you can say like, hey, this is a world of superheroes stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to have random suits that look like somebody who was colorblind put it together. Yeah. But hey, that's fine. Yeah. So, but um, but yeah, like, like that courtroom scene with him and Jen. I'm, I'm sorry. That was really good. Like that's literally what I wanted. Going back to what was the expectations of this show? Which I'm yeah. sorry, you can say whatever you want, but when your show is called She-Hulk Attorney at Law, I expect some courtroom scenes, or at least some lawyer banter. Exactly, and that. You know? definitely gave us some lawyer banter on that one. Oh, it, it definitely did. So a nice back and forth. And we see how fierce Matt is in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, and how lame his jokes are. Yeah, like, he's he's a bit corny. A bit. He's a bit corny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he... Oh, he, that guy is lying. Don't ask me how I know. Yes, we <laughs> all can tell he's lying. Yeah, see, it's like little... See, okay, so the jokes that hinted at his powers, that winked at you at his powers, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I, I hated every one of those. Yeah. So, it was like, eh. I, I didn't really like that, because I'm like, at, at this point, everybody knows who Daredevil is, at, le- at least are aware of him from the Netflix shows. Well, you know what? I can't even say that, because because when I was watching uh, Spider-Man, no way home no one batted an eye when matt murdoch was on the screen but when you had um tony and andrew garfield pop up everyone was like yo and i was like oh okay no no one likes matt i like that i i saw matt there and i was like uh why is he here why did he grab the ball from this other powered person that he knows could grab the ball that's the thing he did or rock sorry it was a brick. Oh, a brick. Okay. That's the thing. He didn't. Because what was cool about that scene was that the brick came through the window. Peter was raised his hand to catch it, but Matt was the one who caught it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Why did he even raise his hand? He's supposed to be blind. He didn't know. He didn't know um, Peter had powers. Oh, I thought he knew Peter had powers by that point. No. That was okay. that first introduction. Ah. Oh, that's what I'm forgetting. Okay. So with yeah. that that being their first introduction, then yeah, he wouldn't have known. But mm-hmm. now he has an idea. Yeah. And Peter don't. also has an idea. But yep. now he doesn't know who Peter is. Yep. <laughs> so he doesn't know again. Oh, yep. also the Soko- the Sokovia cores have been uh been uh peeled. Or what did he say? Yeah, it's they've been like appealed or something. Like it, yeah. they're gone at this point. Yeah, no more Sokovia cores, which means comic books again. <laughs> That's really it. Pretty much. Literally, pretty much. But I kind of thought that died it that ended with like Civil War anyway, but I think they mentioned it in like one other movie or something. I think they mentioned it in a couple of movies. Or uh no, it was a uh, a couple of the TV shows and maybe two of the movies. I know one yeah. for sure. Because they said something about the uh, Sokovia Accords and uh, wasn't it No Way Home? 
I thought they did do that in No Way Home. Yeah, I think they did do that in No Way Home. I think so. But this was supposed to be after no that's that's a lot of extra thinking I don't want to do right now. Yeah. So yeah, yeah but the Sokovia Core is being uh repealed. I think that's a good idea for just the MCU as a whole because mm. how are you going to do a lot of these stories if superheroes are restricted I mean you can um, you can I, I agree with it you can but a lot of the stories that you want to tell you can't no I, I think again I think with strong writing you could personally actually I was kind of hoping that they were going to stick around because then I could make some creative writing mm. but because I'm thinking like because you have um damage control out right now and that could be come from the Sokovia Accords you know that absolutely you you could have like you could do the whole like mutant thing where everyone hates people with powers which is what I thought we were going to get into at one point but I guess not <laughs> so um, wait so do you think that the that when they do uh, bring in mutants that they're going to bring ba- out the uh Mutant Registration Act, which is essentially the Sokovia Rec Accords. They would, but I'll be honest, like, the fact that, like, you hate mutants but love Spider-Man never made sense when they both have powers. Because how do you know they're a mutant, right? Bro, they're hanging bro. out with the X-Men. No, no, no. That, that Okay, that was something I had always wondered, too. Because you all love the Fantastic Four. One yeah. of them is a giant rock person. Yet, yeah. you hate mutants. And you don't know that this bald dude in a wheelchair is a mutant mm-hmm. until he does his mutant thing mm-hmm. exactly so it's like to me it was it never really made sense but at the same time too x-men are always in their own corner of the marvel universe anyway like they might as well just be their own universe in all honesty which hell happened in the fuck with fox shows so or with fox yeah. movies and, sh- and shows actually they did I, I wouldn't i wouldn't say with the the first animated series they did drop a lot of Marvel uh, Easter oh, eggs in there. But and with like X-Men Evolution, Wolverine and the X-Men and other X-Men shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, and even the movies, New Mutants. Um, oh, yeah. Legion, I, which is a show. Yeah. Um, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't, no, it wasn't called Mutant X. It was something. It yeah, was it a was something. show. It was pretty decent, but I don't remember what the name of it was. Yeah, because it came out. If you're if we're thinking of the same one, it came out like around Legion. Yeah, that's the same um, one. Yeah, uh, I forgot. I was, I was thinking about. It, I'm like, damn, I forgot the name of that one because that that yeah. one I was actually recommended recently to watch. That, I I do recommend people watch that, even though it did get canceled. It was a very good show. Yeah, yeah. Hell, watch Hit Monkey. Oh, absolutely need to watch Hit Monkey. <laughs> that was a even better show, honestly. Yeah. But, so, um, yeah, going, but yeah, going back to this, um, mm-hmm. the so we've got past the, the courtroom, right? Mm-hmm. And after court, they kind of just hang out and chill and be friendly, which is what I think a lot of lawyers do. They're, they're more friendly outside of the courtroom than anything else, but I think that, uh, having Matt Murdock in this episode mm-hmm. and giving her someone to bounce off of mm-hmm. was a was a really good idea. There's not that many other people from uh, a lot of better known comic books that are 
in here so that she can bounce off of because I mean her cousin's off world um she doesn't really know anyone else yeah and her biggest villain in this show currently is Titania yeah and and then now we're just not being introduced to the intelligentsia which I'm kind of hoping they're just not a bunch of douchebags online it just seems like that's that's what they are yeah, in the comics, and, they're just a group of smart guys. Like, the smartest villains in the MCU just came together and was like, yeah, we're making a group. Yep, and most of the time, they're not even... Most yeah. of the time. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe that's another thing that the show suffer from is that it doesn't have, like, an actual central villain. Because um, that was my issue with Jessica Jones Season 2. Oh, yeah, that's why I hated it, too. Because it wasn't a direct like you need to get this person it was kind of figure out what's going on now figure out who's actually doing it yeah no we know who was doing it like but it was like what i mean for her well yeah like the villain they were trying to like have the villain be like okay this is her mom but at the same time too she's evil type thing but they didn't do it well in that in that season but season three was great but anyway we're not talking about jessica jones um yeah we're, we're talking about uh, She-Hulk and yeah. the fact that also uh, she had to deal with that douchebag the, the yeah. millionaire dude who was uh, uh, went on a date with her <laughs> yeah. and then showed up in court and was like oh my god we had such an amazing date blah 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 yeah she she's uh, she meets him for some legal advice and then just kind of blows him off Nah, that was but, the date was, the date was trash, dude. Oh, <laughs> yeah, bro. It, it was. But I also think that that's a good thing that they brought him back in because I actually mm-hmm. think that he's working with the intelligentsia as well. Okay, like that would be cool. I don't know if he's that smart too, but he could be. I mean, to be honest with you, every guy that she dated has the potential to be working for the intelligentsia. Uh, except that one dude. Except one dude. Good for that one guy. Yeah, like, I mean, except for Matt. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm like... Oh, wait, wait. No, I wasn't talking about that dude. I was talking about the uh, the dude who was like, yeah, She-Hulk is amazing, but I'm not in it. <laughs> that not dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. that guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Or maybe none of them. Like, maybe the one who she rejected were like, eh, they were just guys who were just weird. I, I think yeah. that most of them were guys that are just weird, except this dude, because he's yeah. rich. Yeah, and I don't trust yeah. rich. <laughs> I, I think he's rich and dumb, but yeah, I, I don't trust him either. He could be a red herring, like red herring. But oh, God nah. bless! I was gonna say it. No, nah, sorry. All right. <laughs> oh, I forgot. She also wore her super suit in this one. Okay, I'm sorry. I cannot not hear the word super suit and not think, where is my, where is super, my super suit? suit? Yeah. I Damn. still have never watched that movie. You should. Incredibles is amazing, dude. What are you doing? That's what I've heard, but I, I'm i not a big fan of Disney and Pixar like that, so I don't I, really I, watch their movies. I get you. I get you, but that's the one exception you should make. It, it's, it literally should be, fant- but... it's literally Fantastic Four, the movie. I, I Yeah, that's what everyone was telling me. It's Fantastic Four done much better. Because, you know, they, oh my god, these Fantastic Four movies suck. We're not talking about that, though. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, to get, to get back to uh, Daredevil real quick, um, just to point out like his conversion to the MCU, um, mm-hmm. we're to see um, Mr. Gracie Cox back in the role. Um, yeah. Great to see that like he Daredevil's as acrobatic as ever. Oh yeah, they've actually made him more acrobatic in this one in the MCU than he was in uh, the next flick series. Yeah, yeah, like they definitely display. It. And again, I don't know if this is how he's gonna. He's gonna be acrobatic. He's gonna like know how to fight in his own series, of course. Yeah. But like, I'm hoping like like the action is a little bit better. But I get it. This isn't really a fighting show. It's a lawyer show. So of course, exactly. the fight's gonna be lame as hell. The, but, the, the fights, the they teased us with a hallway. Yeah, they did. They and I thought we were with a hallway scene. I was so ready for that hallway scene. I'm like, and I should have known. I should have fucking known that they weren't gonna do it. Like, I'm I, not gonna lie. Yeah. I was so disappointed when She Hulk just came through the roof and just landed on those guys. I was like, oh, come on. I gotta tell you, when she came through the roof, I was like, that's how you take out five dudes at once. That's what you do. Drop the ceiling on me. That's nice. It's, it's easy and done and over with. All she had to do was a little bit of property damage. Okay, and all anyone has to do is just shoot somebody with a gun. But no, that's not entertaining to watch. And no, it's not. <laughs> and but also, this was like most, like, that was about halfway through the show, too. So it was almost over, technically. Yeah, but low-key, I was like, I just want, at least give me 15 seconds of a hallway scene. Can I get that? They 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 gave us like five. So no. <sighs> so, yeah, just, just no. But... Uh, that that hallway scene was to take out Frog's guy, so I'm, I'm not upset about it. Which, by but the I, way, he calls them the uh, baby tadpoles. Or no, the baby is, frogs. Yeah, the baby frogs, which are just tadpoles, as one of the henchmen points out. When your henchman is smarter than you. Yeah. Which I think most of them are always smarter than the villain they're working under. It's just that this is just a job. They, they just need a paycheck. Yeah. I, I think they actually bring this up in here. The difference between goons and... uh, What was the other one that they said? Uh, I can't remember what they called them. It was like goons and jobbers henchmen? or something like that. Yeah, henchmen. Jobbers? Goons and henchmen. Okay. So, the henchmen, they're the ones that I, like, you know, get paid. They're, they're just... Uh, no, no, no. Sorry, it's it's opposite. The henchmen just want to do it. The other ones, they just getting paid for it. Goons get paid. Yeah, goons get paid. That's all it is. And yeah, I, go ahead. No, I was gonna say yeah. I mean, no, it makes sense because it's like yeah, yeah, they're goons. Like yeah, and want money <laughs> exactly. So you're you're gonna not be very loyal to whoever's paying because they're only just paying. You. Mm-hmm. Like you, this is your livelihood. Yeah. Um, my question is, why do henchmen do what they do? Because they just get abused. I that I don't know, but that is a discussion for like a later episode yeah. or a clip. Exactly. So, um, but but yeah, no. Um, I like how Daredevil was presented in this. You know, a bit more humorous, humorous probably for just for the show. 
Um, but I mean, that's fine. Like he was, it was cool to see him like Matt just relax for a bit and like actually, you know, get with Jen and them having good chemistry. But it sucks because, you know, he has to go back to New York. But, yeah. But I, I think they'll still be friends. Yeah, no, they'll still be friends. Like I'm sure, like whenever they see each, they're lawyers, so it's like they're gonna see each other like a lot. You know, I, I do so. feel like they are going to see each other a lot, especially even if they are on opposite sides of the country. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. Um, oh wait, no, they did give us a little bit of the hallways, and then they teased us with a little bit more, and then a ceiling drops on them. That's what happened. But it wasn't the hallway scene. It wasn't the hallway. Scene. It yeah. was just a hallway scene. Oh well. But right. they go but on, like, they save the day, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and they have, like, good banter. And it's, like, it's kind of cool how, you know, like, they um, you got two heroes who one is more seasoned than the other. And mm-hmm. Matt's telling her, like, you know, like, leave this to me. I can deal with it, which he does. Like, he does yeah. it a thousand times. And he could do it a thousand times more. And it was cool how, like, with their, both their different fighting styles, how they just can take care of the enemy. Um, that was just cool to see, you know. Like Matt got the finesse, you know, and Jen has the strength, right? Yep. But as with all things, though, everything's not about strength. And Matt does give her some cool advice, pretty much saying that, like, you know, when the law in the courtroom, because they're literally both lawyers and superheroes, right? So he says, like, you know, in the courtroom, you know, when the law fails them, then you come out being a superhero. When being a superhero fails them then you defend them in the courtroom, which I thought was right. really cool. Yeah, that that is one of the few things that I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's that's yeah. a good way of looking at things and good advice. Yeah, yeah, it was great advice. So it's kind of like Matt just came in. It just was like, you know, I'm, I'm a cool dude. You know, I'm legit. And like, you know, I we literally come, we're literally kindred spirits. Like, we're both superheroes. We both start struggling, like, with what, how we wanted to do this. Yeah, you know, like we both needed help, and it's kind of cool seeing Matt pretty much be her mentor mm-hmm. and tell her like, "Yeah, this is it." Being her mentor and her lover, exactly. Boy, oh boy, that walk of shame was great. <laughs> it was hilarious. But before that, I do like how uh, Leapfrog was saying that he is a superhero, yet he was doing all of these villainous things <laughs> throughout the entire episode. He was. I'm like, you, you can't kidnap somebody. And I like the fact that like he legit was just the villain of the episode. So yeah. Jen was literally on the wrong side at one point. But again, she's a lawyer, so she was doing her job. Exactly. But still, it was kind of cool seeing that. And it's like, yeah, like he was a villain, like a whack villain. I, I mean, he has that. a place called the Lily Pad. Yeah. That's all yeah. I have to with his baby frog henchman. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. No, that's not all I have to say. Lily pad. The lily pad is it has a big neon sign also telling you where it is. Yes. So it's not even a hideout. He's literally saying, hey, guys, I'm here. Exactly. Yeah. It's just literally that's literally what he's saying. Um, But yeah, then then the walk of shame happens. Yep. And walk of shame and... because because it's like of course after a nice day of superheroing and defeating the villains you know uh, apparently the pattern I'm noticing is that like all of that gets you in the mood 
Mm-hmm. It's the second time where Jen literally <laughs> got her some after right after a fight. Yeah. Yes. It, it was so, the demons, and then you know a bunch of baby frogs. Exactly, and then hell, so I blame Matt on Matt too because Matt got into it and it's and it was funny because didn't she say like, "How do you take the suit off? How do you do that?" I think she does. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't remember her saying. I I was just looking at that scene. Didn't see any closed captions. Yeah, like, and it, and it was funny because. When oh, friend, I didn't realize he was walking without his shoes too. Oh yeah, that's that's, what, that's, that's what made it hilarious. <laughs> that's what made it hilarious. Like, dude is in full daredevil costume without shoes or his helmet, and I walking see. down the street. <laughs> And see, the funny thing is that like everyone sees him because her friend comes in and is like, wait, did you have sex with that guy in the, in the and, devil costume? She's like, yep. Yep. And completely okay with that. And then we find out the episode isn't over yet because that normally would be like where an episode would end. But now we get more. You remember that dress from last episode? She gets yeah. to wear it with this one. Yeah. And... and- Mm-hmm. Then after that, bullshit happens. Yeah, so it's like her gala, right? And they pointed out they were like, you know what? Wait, is a twist about to happen? And a twist does happen because yeah, at the gala, um, you know, it's all about Jen and winning the uh, was the best women in best lawyer women award, best female lawyer, lawyers. Yeah, it should say was- lawyer, but it, they said lawyer. Right, and and it was like, okay, but I guess everyone's getting this award in the room. Um, Basically. And then that's when the intelligentsia strikes, and of course, they display all of her personal information. Yeah, they basically dox her in front of the whole room. And as she is trying not to be upset about it, and one of her uh, associates is definitely telling her don't do it don't do it don't do it then she destroys uh all the monitors in fit of rate yeah like and, and, and again to be fair like they did say ask him to like take that down you know and no one was yeah. taking it down exactly and like it was several like, people were like take this down take this down and no one yeah. did so yeah yeah and it was like oh shit okay i mean and it just goes to show it actually reflects back to episode one what Bruce told her. She he was like, you know, like once you become a monster, there's no turning back. Yep. So it's like her having to her actually punching the screen and roaring. And, and then on top of that, you got like the alarms going off and whatnot. It doesn't look good for her at all. Not at all. Yeah. So, we're definitely going to see in the season finale how that turned out. Yeah. And I, I honestly, I can't wait to see this uh, season finale because the show did get better. It did. Um, now we're going to see if it finishes off very well and see what surprises we have in store. Um, I, I think it's still overall going to be just a meh show. Mm-hmm. But it's it's giving a little bit promise for it to be a little bit better than just good. It or is. Oh no, so, it is. It definitely yeah. is. 
But I do, I do have to say that it, it has been to me only about three episodes that were just like, eh, I'm not really feeling them, and those were like the middle episodes of the series. Yeah, and we can we can close out like we just give our like closing remarks on this. Um, I know for me though the show, and I said this before. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure on like I'm pretty sure like. This show was like okay at best. Yeah, I won't lie about that. Granted, I do like my courtroom drama and banter and whatnot, which, like I said before, that's why I tuned into the show. And but you could tell, like, even the writing that was a little bit weak. Yeah. Um, but then it's like once you get a bad episode, it's like, nah, this ain't good. This is not good at all. Yeah, and that bad episode started at like four. Yeah, so. It's like I again the thing for me is the writing. I'm not gonna keep hitting that dead horse, but this episode was really good. Um and again, not because it had Daredevil in it, but because like it was very written very well. The dialogue between uh Jen and Matt was very well done. Um the actors did their job. And someone actually pointed out a good point too. They were like, they just let them act. These are two yeah. great actors, you know, and you just let them act. Yeah, and that's and I think that's what really made this episode really good is because there's a lot of banter between there's a lot of like uh, lines between the two characters when they were just their normal selves, no Daredevil, no She Hulk, just their normal selves. Yeah, which I thought was cool, which I thought worked very well. It did work very well. Um, I I did forget uh something that happened at the very end of the episode where. Uh, she caught one of the guys who I guess might have been in the intelligentsia and mm-hmm. all guns were aimed on her. Yeah. So that that probably is something else that's going to be dealt with in the next episode too. Yeah, because you know, damage control had to come through. And it's like, it just shows like the bias people do have against her. Exactly. It's, um, it, even if she, she has been controlling her anger this entire time, Mm-hmm. The second that someone is doxing her, putting her personal information out everywhere, and she gets rightfully upset at that, no, you're a danger to our society. Yeah. So it, it's like, so yeah, we're definitely going to see what's going to happen. Yeah. In that, in the next episode, because now that dynamic has shifted. Exactly. So, so. I, I am honestly looking forward to this episode I, I can't say i'm excited to see it but i am looking forward yeah yeah me too me too so but but yeah i mean that's all i have to say about this one same here but, all right so well, thank you guys for coming and thank you guys for uh on our little podcast again hit us up check us out at the night shift band on all social media platforms definitely donate to us via patreon and go find me up and of course have our sister podcast perspectives, discussions, love, life, and relationships. Hit us up, check us out, and we're punching out. Peace. Later, guys.